Hello, guys. Welcome to our session. You here live and also the online people. Thank you for joining. Uh, this session we, is about VMware NSX Automation Fundamentals. My name is Caio Oliveira. I'm an SBU staff system engineer for Latin America, and I'm based in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Hi, guys. Welcome. Uh, my name is Thiago Koga. I'm also an NSX staff system engineer. I'm based out in Miami. So today we're going to cover uh, a little bit about what we wrote in our book. That's named VMware NSX Automation. Uh, we are not giving the cop hard copies here. We're going to give them on VMware booth. We're going to be signing tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, uh, at 5 p.m. on VMware at VMware booth. Okay, just to let you guys know. Right. So what is about right? So what we're going to do now is giving you guys an introduction about what you're going to tell you. Okay, so this book, right? Why this book? We know that automation for the entire data center is one of the top, top priorities of the all enterprises, right? And who, who can read this book, right? For, for, for whom, who, who could be the readers that when we write, we think of? Could be managers that are planning on how to do automation in their data centers. Could be, could be also uh, technical decisions that need to understand the benefits, the challenges of automating the data center. And of course, this is for engineers. You have a lot of technical content in, the, in this book, right? And why NSX is the right answer for automation? First, uh, it's an open platform that anybody can automate, anybody, any software, because we have open APIs, right? Also, it helps enterprise achieve the data center standards when we talk about uh, uh, IT automation, service-like experience, developer-centric uh, IT, and is also actually uh, has a lot of work in the community. We have a lot of, uh, we, we, we discuss about, for example, Power NSX is a community uh, tool that is open for anybody to use with NSX, right? Well, we have the pleasure to, receive, to, to get the forward written by Martin Casado. Martin Casado, for those who, who, who doesn't know who, he, who, who Martin is, Martin uh, did the, the, in Stanford all the, the studies about, for example, OpenFlow. He's considered the father of SDN, and after he left uh, Stanford, he created a startup named Nicira. Nicira was acquired by VMware in 2000, the end of 2012, 2013, and by this acquisition, NSX was born, right? Right now, Martin works at Anderson Hor Horowitz, and in this, this forward, I recommend it for, uh, for everyone to read. He said, in mid-2000, in mid, in mid the demands on the data center were growing. They had to provision application and associate services in the time scale the customers wanted them. And NSX was designed with open interface and automation in mind, right? Yeah, that's interesting because when we, we were talking about building this book or writing this book, we were like thinking about some concept definitions, right? So if you guys take a look on the chapters, we're going to talk about programmability, we're going to talk about automation solutions, but we're also going to talk about the orchestration. There is a lot of different companies, they talk about that but in a different ways, 
And what we are trying to achieve with this book is giving a little, a little bit of more information on any of those kind of uh, definitions so you guys can have an idea in terms of uh, what we mean by programmability, how, that, how you guys can achieve that on your enterprise or in your company, what kind of automation do we are talking about. So we are talking about the cloud or we are talking about just creating a VLAN or just creating a logical switch or maybe a load balancing as a service. So those definitions are treated in the book. Uh, we, are, we are not going to spend a lot of time here, but some, some, some of those are misconceptions that we have, we have in the field, we, we have heard from customers, and that happens a lot, okay? Uh. Okay, to start, before talking about HAN and NSX integrated with uh, automation platforms, this is a, a quote from Henry Ford that he, uh, is, very, is, a, is a, a very common. If, if, he, if I had asked people what they wanted for the, for the, for to, to have new cars, yeah, they would say fastest horses. This is a picture of the Fifth Avenue in New York in the 19th, right? And we can see that's only one car among a lot of horseback drowns. And 13 years after, we only see one horse-track car, right? And all the cars, that's the, the, that's the, the power of innovation. That's why we are, we are using this code to, to see what's happening right now in the data center, right? And talking about networking challenge in specific, what companies are trying right now? They are trying, for example, to have a centralized and management control, right, that can expose the APIs, but will directly connect to the, the physical uh, switches, the physical routers to automate them, right? And sometimes this is require proprietary hardware. This is extremely hard to handle because, for example, you have to change all your environment, all your switches, all your routers. And beside of that, we know that networking depends on security, depends on availability with load balancer, decentralized need to talk to these devices as well, right? And this is extremely complex. This is one of the biggest challenges that enterprises are facing right now. And what we think that's a better approach, right, is to have this centralized and management control that has the open APIs for anybody automate, but we have uh, this automation done in the hypervisor level, right? In the abstraction level of the virtualization. And you can use any hardware. You don't need to buy new hardware for do the networking uh, automation, right? So the idea is to keep it simple. Well, regarding security, if we, we see today security, the cybersecurity attack occurs in four phases. The first one is the intrusion when the attacker, when the hacker enters in the data center, right? Then we have three other steps. That's the propagation when, oh, okay, I have now access to one single uh, environment. Now I try to enter other with more critical, with more uh, important information. After that, I try to extract the information, the data. I try to store that. And by the end, I try to do the exfiltration. I will uh, for example, erase all my, my, my footprints, what happens. Today, what we see, we see that enterprises expend a lot of money in the intrusion phase. 
they buy, for example, a big firewall uh, to, to protect what can enter and what, what can in my data center. But if we saw what are the losses that in which phases most occur, we see that propagation and extraction are the most affected, right? Yeah, that's interesting because, for example, when we are starting to do this study, to build this book, uh, we have seen a lot of companies offer APIs, right? So if you look on the vendors, uh, doesn't matter if it's a switch vendor, if it's a firewall vendor, everyone says, oh, I can do API. I can, you know, I can, you can automate it, whatever you, you want. But uh, the important thing here is how well documented, well documented is the, those APIs. Because if you don't have uh, the information regarding the API itself or how you can leverage that API, that it's, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's not something that you can, can be useful. So with NSX, uh, and you guys are gonna see this in the book, uh, there is like we call CRUD, which means create, read, uh, update or delete, and all of those uh, sessions or all of those comments are well documented. So, if, if, for example, if, for instance, if you need to create a load balance, you know exactly what is the API call that you need to do. If you need to create a build or build a logical switch, you know exactly what you need to do. So we we have like a, I don't know if you guys have seen, but an API document uh, for NSX that describes exactly that. And not just the, that API uh, document. We also have a RESTful, uh, docu a RESTful API documentation that's available on GitHub that you guys can also leverage to automate your environment. So that leveraged me to, to the other point that we're gonna discuss here. Uh, so that's the questions. So what do you guys think? Is automation for cloud only? Or automation can be leveraged for something else? So. In, in, during the book, uh, we have seen a lot of customers, no, no, I don't need an SX uh, to automate my environment because I'm not doing cloud. But that's not the question. NSX is not just for, for cloud. Automation is not just for cloud. So this is a myth buster that we wanna, you know, broke here and make sure everyone understand. That's not only for cloud. Why is that? Because if you take a look, we do have customers, they wanna build like multi-machine blueprints. They want to leverage not just the templates they do have on the vSphere, on the vCenter, but they also want to create like a, a VLAN or a logical switch or a load balancing or a VPN. All of those capabilities, that what we call network services automation. So it's not just about building like a, you know, a portal. Sometimes you use like OpenStack or Virilize automation that you're going to talk a little bit about that. But you can also leverage those APIs to build like we call network uh, service automation. And also about the consistency policy. I don't know if you guys have heard, uh, but there is uh, one new, uh, brand new product from VMware named NSX Cloud. And, and NSX Cloud is about that, right? So you have a consistency policy, doesn't matter if it's on-prem or if it's on Azure or if it's on AWS. So you have the same consistency. So that's what you're talking about when we are, we are talking about NSX automation, right? And also, uh, we are talking about the isolation between environments and, al and, and also the full SDC, the VMware, software-defined data center stack. So we can go from here, from multi-machine blueprint, up to the way down, up to the full stack, and, and of course, talking about hybrid cloud, public cloud, private cloud. All right. So. Let's talk about VMware NSX with Viralize Automation, okay? 
So I don't know if you guys uh, are aware of that, but one of the automation products from VMware is Realize Automation, right? So when we wrote it, we were writing the book at that time, we have seen a lot of customers during our conversations, you know, our meetings with them. A lot of them have a VMware vSphere platform, right? So be before, but, but they also have Realize Automation. And with that, what they are achieving, they are automating like, a, you know, like you, you, you create a template on Realize Automation on your vCenter, and from that template, you can create a virtual machine from that template, and that's it. But what about the other things, right? So creating a virtual machine doesn't mean creating an application. So you also need network, you also need firewall, you also need a load balancing. You, you need all those networking services, right? And you also need the storage as well. So usually that time takes days, months, uh, much more than months. So what we are trying to do here is if you are doing this manually, you have to spend a lot of time. There is a, a lack of flexibility and all of that. But if you are doing that with the VMware SDDC and automated by VMware NSX with VRLize automation, the idea here is to have flexibility on demand services. So we are not talking about only creating a virtual machine or only create just a template, but we are talking about creating the whole application with all the networking services embedded in the application itself. So for example, what I'm talking about, you guys know NSX can do logical switching, right? NSX can do logical routing with VRFs. NSX can also do logical firewall with the distributed firewall, with the micro-segmentation. We all heard about that, we all know about that. And also load balancing. But what about, for example, automating load balancing as a service? So if you are like a service provider, or even if you are enterprise, you can offer those services inside your, your, your house, right? So you don't need to be, uh, be doing uh, you know, a, a lot of clicks and creating this manually. You can automate that. Uh, and also with Realize Automation, you can define like a service catalog where you can consume those services directly from there. And also uh, you can have like a convergent blueprints where you can say for this specific application, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna create a three-tier app, I'm gonna put a load balance in front of it, I'm gonna have two pools, I'm gonna have a VIP, I'm gonna create a threshold that I'm gonna allow this, this and that. I'm gonna create three logical suites so you can define that those blueprints, and you don't need to remain like being configuring every single one of them manually. So that's the whole power of the NSX automation. Okay, now talking about what's the integration between NSX and OpenStack, right? This is a, a, a draw that I, I wrote that's really common that's okay, let's deploy OpenStack, right? Then when you go into the production, oh, and how about the VLANs? How about my security rules? How about my, my load balancing, right? And that's exactly, remember the, oh, the, the last slide that I show that we, we can have a, a centralized manager, that's NSX manager, that will expose the APIs. Those APIs will be translated by an open plugin that you can download it in GitHub for the Neutron APIs, the Neutron that the developers love, right? And in that case, the Neutron, when I say, I say create a network, it will translate it in an NSX logical switch. Security groups will be translated in NSX, the distributed firewall policies, right? This is 
get simple for the user to consume the Neutron APIs. We'll have a, 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 a scalable uh, platform be beneath the, the OpenStack solution. Also, regarding performance, it's extremely important when we're creating a lot of environments, a lot of workloads, right? Day two operations. What happened when, uh, for example, an instance that I created on, on Nova, that's the, the, uh, the, the, pro the project in OpenStack that creates the VMs, right? When I have uh, to troubleshoot what's happening in the network, what's happening in my services, why, why my service is not working. And of course, to provide a point of support and not only depend on the community, right? And I would like also to talk about the integration between VMware NSX and VMware integrated OpenStack. I don't know if you, uh, this is, uh, a lot of people know, a lot of people are using, but we have our own distribution. It's an opinionated distribution that we integrated, we have all the dev core, all the main uh, projects used by the OpenStack community, right? And we have Nova connecting through vSphere. Glance and Cinder is that like the storage piece can be connected to vSphere data store or even vSense. And the Neutron project is connected to NSX. What's, what's the, the benefit of that? That all the features, all the other projects, all the other solutions that we have already in my environment, I can use for the OpenStack. So vRealize operations, vRealize logging site, vRealize networking site can be worked seamlessly with this solution here. And a, a common question, when I use VRA, when I use OpenStack, or even both, right? Uh, I have my common infrastructure, VMware infrastructure, the SDDC, right? I have vSphere, I have NSX, and I have vSAN. Then I can have the connection that I show in the last slide, Nova connecting to vSphere, and Neutron to NSX, and so on. And I can have the third-party tools or other projects on top of this piece, right? Then will be for the developers. I will also can have like basic IS for virtual infrastructure consumption, right? But in this case, I can have, for example, policies, chargeback, app lifecycle. Uh, I can have orchestration. Even I can have connection to public clouds like AWS and and Azure and other clouds, right? This is the piece that vRealize uh, Automation will do for you, right? In that case, vRealize Automation is a complete cloud platform and OpenStack will deliver the APIs for developers or for, 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 for whom are uh, desired to consume primitives in directly into the infrastructure, right? Yeah, that's interesting because you guys can see that we are doing this not just for VRLize automation or not just for OpenStack. We are, we are talking about in the book about the both solutions, right? And not just that. Uh, a lot of customers of, uh, that we have, they are doing like uh, with vCloud Director because they are like service providers or they are using uh, open, OpenStack distribution like uh, Mirantis or they are using up uh, Ansible, Puppet, Chef. So SNSX has a, a well-documented API, a RESTful API. All of those solutions can be used. So that, that's, that's the main idea. And we are discussing any of those solutions in the book. That's, that's good because we are giving examples on where the, customer, where the customers are using each of the solutions. So 
We, we talked about like the last 15 minutes, we talked about what, what we wrote in the book, what happened with the book, but now we're gonna we bring you a little bit of news that you're gonna see from now on in terms of automation and NSX automation. Right, first is regarding containers, right? We have now a lot of people working and having containers in production, right? What, what happens if I have, for example, Docker? When I'm running an application, it's not a single Docker image or a single Docker uh, container. I will need a lot of containers, right? So I have to create those containers. So what I need, I actually need a container or, uh, orchestrator. Right now, uh, what's being uh, considered the standard for the market is Kubernetes. So I, I can have a Kubernetes cluster, and then I will put every information about this application in a YAML file, and Kubernetes will take care uh, of creation, uh, of the creation of these various containers, right? Okay, awesome. For each container, I will have an interface for this container, right? Everything runs on Kubernetes inside the node, right, or the worker, right? What, what happens if I have two nodes? I need connection between the containers most of the times, right? So I, I need layer two overlays, I will need layer three service routing, firewall rules, I will need especially load balancing service on how to expose the, the, the services of these containers. And this is the power that NSX is going as well. So we can integrate it also with a uh, container automation platform, right? For example, we have a, a fully integrated uh, Kubernetes, as you can hear, uh, you can hear, you hear uh, this morning on the general session, right? Okay, what's the difference between our implementation and the open source, right? In the open source, I have different projects for each of these services. For example, for layer two, I have Flannel. For layer three and layer four, I have Calico. For load balancing, I can have either Nginx or HAProxy. If I need VM integration, VM integration, I don't. I, I need to deploy a different stack, right? Also, troubleshooting tools. How I will have end-to-end -end monitoring between, for example, a VM and a container, or two containers. What's happening when two containers are not working? That's is the, is the power of NSX. We include all these features in a simple uh, solution, in a simple and the same platform that you can run for the for the other uh, other use cases that we show it here. And I recommend that this is the register, an interesting article talking about how NSX is disrupting the container networking market. Right, another point that we're gonna discuss here is regarding NSX Cloud, VMware NSX Cloud. So we have seen uh, different uh, departments inside the company. So we do have like marketing, we have like a development, we have a lot of departments. And all of them, they want different approaches. They want different things from the infrastructure uh, department. So what happened here is how do we manage, how do we automate, and how do we secure those environments, right? So we have seen a lot of things happening with AWS, with Azure, with Google Cloud, and all of that, right? So the answer for that is uh, VMware NSX Cloud with automated security. What I mean by that is we can do like a consistent secure across those environments. So it doesn't matter if it's on private cloud, doesn't matter if it's AWS, Azure, or other future clouds that are coming, like Alibaba, or whatever, 
the idea is to integrate those secure policies and once you define that, that can be applied for any of those environments, right? So we are talking about automated secure across multiple cloud. Multiple cloud. And just to finish here, uh, uh, we're gonna uh, give the books tomorrow at uh, 5, 5 p.m. on the VMware booth. But we, we would like to acknowledge here all those people that are here and have been working with us. And some of them are behind there. Uh, but we also wanna show uh, two pictures here from our family that was our support. And the interesting fact here is between writing the book and, and you know doing all our stuff, we, our wives also got pregnant. So yeah, that, that's really new. And my wife is pregnant on that picture. So I don't know, man. It's outsourcing, right? Yeah. It's all about outsourcing. Yeah. And OK, so guys, we hope you can go to the VMware booth tomorrow at 5 PM, get your free hard copy. We, are, we will be signing the copies as well. And thank you for all the participation. We'll be here around. Uh, taking uh, taking questions. questions and thank you again. Thank you, Vibram Bag, as well for for this space. Thank you, guys.